moly, you guys. Talk about weight loss inspiration. Thank you so much for tuning into the Beautifully Built Podcast. I am your host, Melissa Impet, and today I have on Miss Jamie from Canada, and Jamie is down over 140 pounds. You guys know me, I'm Instagram obsessed and I'm kind of a little bit of an Instagram creeper. So somehow I came across her profile. I just loved her energy, I loved her post. So I had to reach out to her and see if she would come on the show. And she was more than happy to come on and share her story with us. I also need to give Jamie a huge shout out because just the other day I launched beautifullybuiltshop.com. I've got the most amazing t-shirts and tank tops and mugs and journals all rocking beautifully built constant little reminder that you were blessed with the body you were born with jamie was one of the very first people to go to beautifullybuiltshop.com purchase a crop top and it's getting shipped all the way to canada thank you so much jamie for supporting me and helping me share the beautifully built mission i really appreciate it so much you guys have got to check out beautifullybuiltshop.com. I'm super fired up about it. I'm so excited about the products that are already up there, but I can't wait to see what else is to come. So if you haven't checked it out yet, you've got to check it out, beautifullybuiltshop.com. All right, so now Jamie is going to introduce herself and tell you guys all about her journey getting the gastric sleeve surgery and why she actually made the decision to get it in the first place. So take it away, Jamie. I'm Jamie McCursey. I'm from Airdrie, Alberta. And I decided to make a change in my life and follow the path I was always supposed to follow. And that was to lose a massive chunk of weight. <laughs> a massive chunk of weight. How much weight have you lost? I'm a down completely to 142 pounds. What? So I, oh yeah. So my I started, gosh. That <laughs> so is I started at, yeah, it's been quite a challenge. So I started at 355 pounds. And now I'm at 214 and my goal is to get below 200. So I just have 14 more pounds to go. Wow. That is incredibly inspirational. Yeah. It's been, I definitely had my challenges. Let me tell you, but yeah, it was definitely had a, yeah, I had a couple of hiccups, but that's okay. So let's chat more about it. How did, how did you start focusing more on, you know, getting healthier and focusing a little bit more on your weight? Well, you know, being heavy is an honest struggle, but I was a very bullheaded woman. I decided, um, I, when I was starting to get heavy and realized I was starting to get heavy, I was, you know, I was teased and made fun of and Mm -hmm. had my struggles, but I wanted to prove to the world that you can still do just about anything heavy as you can, not heavy. (laughs) And I was wrong. (laughs) I was wrong. (laughs) Very wrong. I definitely had, um, some challenges and, you know, I, didn't like the feeling of um, being vulnerable and showing people what it felt like to be heavy. I just put a smile on and act showed my confidence off. And a lot of people had no idea of my real struggles inside because I didn't believe in that type of weakness. I, I believe in strength, right. And in, in a whole, so many different ways because people aren't, don't give into that being light or being athletic some people don't have that choice so I wanted to show people that it was okay to be heavy as long as you're proud of who you are and where you Mm -hmm. came from and uh, I definitely was a strong believer of that but then uh, someone very dear to my heart he passed away on me and he was my biggest supporter of being um, getting to be my better self and he knew that how I didn't have very much confidence but I still basically lied about it about that confidence so when he passed, it destroyed me. It broke my heart. He 
you didn't get to meet his boy and all these horrible things, but he was still a very proud man of who he was and didn't, didn't uh, fake who he was. He was just who he, who he was. Yeah. That's just, that's just who Matthew was. And, and uh, I was talking about getting the gastric sleeve done for a few years. And, but I always told myself that I was able to do it. I was able to going to lose that weight on my own. I wasn't going to go to that extent of doing a weight loss surgery. Yeah. And then when he passed, I just kind of gave up. I just was starting to eat whatever I want, didn't care. You know, like every time I started working out heavy and lose that big chunk of 40 pounds, I'd either get super sick or my body would shut down or I'd basically just give up. So I didn't very, very, didn't feel very proud of myself for that. So I literally woke up one morning and me and my mom still believe to this day, it was Matthew basically kicking my ass, told me to get out of bed. Yeah. I'm not a huge spiritual person, but I will guarantee that it was Matthew. I literally shot out of of bed at seven o'clock in the morning. I called my mom. I'm like, I got to go to the gastric sleeves appointment. She's like, what? I'm like, I got to go. I'm like, I literally have an urge. I have to go and I have to do start this journey and it has to start today. Wow. So, it was like such a strong message sent to It was just, yeah, it was just weird. It was such an intense feeling. And I literally called and I booked my first appointment. And I've been the first in Alberta that not only went to her first appointment, but completed all the courses and all the intake and everything that you had to do within six months and had the surgery two months later. Wow. That is so impressive. Yeah, I, so was, I have to ask, was, was that pain deep within inside of you? Was that pain just kind of wearing on you after a while, do you think? I think so. It definitely was. I think there was, it was a sign that my body was telling me something else was wrong and I wasn't seeing it. And from Matthew's point of view, I think him being in the, obviously not here with me, beside me in real life is that he's seen that part of me that I wasn't seeing anymore that Mm. I lost touch because Mm. of him passing. So when I decided to go and start the journey, I quit drinking. I did everything to the get go, cold Turkey, everything. So I, you know, it was, it was definitely challenging because I truly believed that I went from one point of view where I was okay to be heavy is you can still do all these wonderful things. You're going to have your challenges, da, 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 da. But then when I went into losing that weight, the feeling of relief was, I don't even know how to, there's no words for it. In all honesty, there's no words to put that into a proper emotion that I can express. Yeah. It must be quite emotional. Yeah, it was at the time because it it was, because I knew it was the right path that I needed to be on. But I didn't realize at that time that that this was my path. Mm. So when I did the surgery, I had a little bit of a hiccup with the surgery itself. So they stitched my stomach wrong. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. So basically, the, my one of my incisions that they did, they um, stitched my muscle wall to my fat wall. So I basically had a secondary belly button. Oh. So. Wow. So it was uh, quite the struggle because it was very, very painful. I couldn't stand straight. I had to basically hold my stomach when I was walking. Um, And they sent me home that way. And I was like that for about a week. Oh, my goodness. So tell me, when again was this? When was the surgery? When did you get it done? I did the surgery February 29th of 2016. Wow. Yeah. So 
yeah so when i did that when i did the surgery and had my struggles with it i did the three weeks of just liquid diet before the surgery yeah i was gonna say you've got to tell the listeners a little bit more about the surgery i actually have a client who i love to pieces who's getting ready for it right now so she's in the transition right now oh is Um, she a little bit more about it because it is it's really intense it is a really big decision it is a huge decision and it's not, it's not something that you can take lightly because it is, you, it's not an easy way out by any means. And I know a lot of people heart me, like give me, I want to say heart me, but give me a hard time about doing the surgery because it was an easy way out. Well, no, always, that is yeah. not the correct answer. <laughs> no, not even remotely. Like I had to go on a liquid diet for three weeks. So I could only have three to four insurers. Mm-hmm. meal replacement insurers a day plus two glasses of milk and one glass of water that's all I could have and for that's three literally weeks it. yeah it was I can't even stand the smell of insure like oh, soon I as I get to, <laughs> <laughs> the smell just makes me want to get it like, it's awful but you know each day that I had that struggle I just I just kept saying it's going to be better it's going to get better it's going to get easier it's going to be the right decision. Because don't That's get me wrong, there's incredible days. Incredible perseverance. Oh, there, there was days, but like I was a different one because a lot of people they like they say like they can't be around food, they can't be around. I, I looked at it differently. I wanted to sit with my family and watch them eat dinner. I wanted them to be in the kitchen while my mom was cooking or go out for dinners with my friends or whatever. Because the smell gave me got rid of the <laughs> hunger. <laughs> You're like, I'll take it. I'll take it. (laughs) Right? As bad as that sounds, that smell, like I would, like like, in the middle of a restaurant, I would smell like waft my friend's food and I would imagine I'm like, this is going into my stomach. I feel like that's what I do whenever I see bread right now because I try not to (laughs) eat too much bread. So I just like sniff it. I'm like, oh, let me get a smell it. I know, I just go to a bakery and just sit there and absorb it. But yeah, that's, that's the, that's when I was having my hardest struggles, that's what I did. I just, I would smell it. And it, it, it helped. It just be like, okay, so that's, that's my craving. Now it's done with now. I got to go drink my insurance in my quarter. Wow. <laughs> that's incredible, Jamie. Wow. Yeah. So this yeah. is like a huge question, but how has this lifestyle made an impact on your life? I'm sure it's oh, your wow. entire life. The, my mom said, she's like, you had confidence before, but she says your confidence now is just way out of control. I uh, Rightfully I just, so. Yeah, like I feel so alive, you know, like I feel, I feel invincible now, you know, I I can't work out like an average person does anymore, because I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, just after I lost the surgery, I lost my first chunk of big weight. Um, The reason why I was always struggling to lose that weight when I was doing it trying to independently is because my body was shutting down because I was having flare ups. Mm. And the doctors always just basically said that, when I went to go and say, I'm in pain, I'm in pain, I don't feel well, my body doesn't feel right, they would just say, well, it's because you're too heavy, you're doing your workouts yeah, wrong, you're that's, that's the perfect, going to the perfect thing to blame it on, yeah. Exactly, so when I lost my mass check of weight, and I was really working out after, oh, I think after the six months, seven months, I was into it, I, uh, my body completely shut down, I woke up one morning, and I couldn't walk, I couldn't, I wasn't eating anymore, I was just, I was basically severely ill, so I phoned my doctor up and I, of course, of course, I felt like the horrible word that it sounds, I thought I was, I, I had some kind of cancer because yeah. it, it just didn't, my body did not feel, it did not feel right. And I couldn't, the amount of tears that I shed, I was like, <clears throat> I didn't go through all this struggle 
just to be in pain all the time. This isn't right. Mm. So I got diagnosed and I have severe rheumatoid arthritis. I have it in every single one of my joints. Oh, <laughs> no, no, man. That's awesome. So yeah, so I wasn't able to work out for six months. Um, I was on, I'm on some pretty heavy medication, which is helping. Uh, it's not the best medication, but it's the medication that it will make me better in the long run. Well, that's good. Um, yeah. So it's a, it's a chemo based, um, uh, type of medication it's called methotrexate and I have to give myself an injection once a week and if I miss it by three days I'm in pain so um, I basically had to retrain myself to work out I'm finally being able to get back into working out because I have not been able to work out for seven months so I'm curious what what type of workouts do you do uh, I do a lot of walking and I do a lot of groundwork um, I do I work out with like the big rubber balls a lot or I do um, a lot of, I try, I'm getting better into yoga and stuff. Yay. I love yoga. I was also yeah. going to ask you, have you ever tried any water aerobics? I'm actually just getting into it now. It's now that really good. Over, I used to do I it. Know. I used to do it. It's so much fun and it's really low impact on your joints. Exactly. So yeah. I used to be a big swimmer when I was younger. Yeah. I used to be very athletic when I was younger. So swimming was like my go-to swimming and baseball. So when I, uh, I'm getting back into it now that summer's over and I can't be outside as much, like it's still, it's like beautiful out right now because it's September, but as soon as October comes, I am, the cold is like the worst thing for my joints. Yeah. So. I was going to say, did you mention where you're from? I forget. Uh, yeah. Airtree, Alberta. So it gets yeah. mighty cold out here. Canada. I was going to say New England people. A lot of listeners right now are New England people. It gets even colder where she is, but it doesn't <laughs> here, believe it or not. Yeah. And I work up at, at even more north than I am now. So the coldest I've ever experienced is minus 55. What? <laughs> <laughs> that yep. is, I can't even wrap my head around that. Yeah, you got to wear a parker like plus. I feel like that would, uh, that would affect anyone's joints, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mine, I just turn into a little shriveled little ball and it's awful. But uh, you get pretty, your body adjusts to it pretty quickly. It, it reacts to it quite well. You'd be surprised how your body gets quite used to that type yeah. of cold. So what are some of the powerful lessons that you've learned through this whole journey? Uh, the powerful lessons I've learned is, is really uh, not to give up. You know, wow. you're going to have hiccups. You're going to have times where you're wanting to give up. You feel like you're, people are going to tell you some things that, that are going to distract you or kind of bring you down or you're going to have days where or weeks where you're not losing any weight at all. You're staying at the same number all the time. And it's so discouraging at sometimes. And what I learned the most is to never give up and always believe in yourself and not what anybody else says. You know, it goes a long ways when you have that piece of you that doesn't give up. And another one is, is to be confident, you know, trust what your body is doing. And that was my biggest mistake when I was heavy my body was telling me that I had rheumatoid arthritis and I ignored it. And I did some severe damage to my body yeah. because of that. Cause I had this big, bold idea that it was okay to be heavy, but in all reality, it's not, it's not good for you. It's not healthy for your body. Your body could have something underneath all that weight that it's trying to get out, but you're not seeing it. So I seriously have chills right now. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, got your challenges and, and that's the, the another big empowerment is challenges you got to accept challenges to be able to grow to be a better person yeah. and to realize that there's going to be another challenge around that corner and you just got to be ready and if you're not ready just find a way and find your support if you don't have I'm very lucky I have some amazing family and friends that are my huge supports but 
also I my Instagram family you know yeah. they yes. they're Community. huge yeah. oh yes definitely like anybody that like when I first started doing this weight loss I reached out to a few people that I seen that were having weight loss issues and struggles and I reached out to them and they just made me feel so much better. So if you don't have, if you don't feel like you have the support within your family or within your ring of people, social media, it, I, it is the best thing for you to reach out to people that they have the exact same struggles and you just got to find that confidence and believe in yourself that it's okay to reach out because someone out there is just reaching out just as bad as you are. So yeah. if you make that first step, they're going to make that next step. It, it's incredible when you have that confidence. Yeah. Before, before we started recording the podcast today, Jamie and I were having a conversation about Instagram and how powerful it is and how it's actually a really great tool to help keep you accountable. It keeps you on mm-hmm. track because you have people looking up to you or, you know, you're reaching out to people, you're getting advice. It's a really great tool. Has, I guess you'd say that would help you keep you accountable, right? Oh yeah, it totally does. Like I, there's like, I put on this summer, I let myself do my own thing after I, I did quit drinking for 15 months and I just, this summer I was going to do my own thing. I was going to have fun. I was going to enjoy life. This is the first summer that I can wear cute little summer outfits and like be proud of who I was. And I put on six pounds, <clears throat> six to eight pounds. And right now, yes, I'm a little upset about it. But then again, I'm like, you know what? Who cares? Because like, I lost 142 pounds and I am so proud of myself that I did it. And there's nothing wrong with a little bit of flexibility in your get, putting some back on because you're, you're, you're human. You can't have, I'm a huge believer where you can have such a strict life where you're going to get bored of it. Mm-hmm. You got to have some excitement because That's if you don't powerful. have that excitement, yeah, if you don't have that excitement in your life where now I can, now I'm looking forward to it. It's fall. I can get back into my swimming. I can get back into working out. I can get back into focusing on the main goal and be okay with it. I'm so ready to eat salads and chickens and smoothies and all these wonderful things and have that focus just on that healthy moment because I enjoyed my summer. I had one of my best summers that I've had in years. So so yeah, so I'm, I'm totally ready for getting back at it. And Losing that, you know, that, well, it's not, 14, it's not just 14 pounds now. It's an additional six on top of that. But that's okay. It will come off when it's ready to come off because I'm ready to work for it. Yeah, that's awesome. So what are some of the things that you do to really keep your motivation up? You know, I, my happiness, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, I've never been so happy and so proud of who I've become. And not only become I'm meant to be this person. I'm meant to be this person that shows other people that to not to give up. And that's that feeling that I love is that I love going out and my friends being like, Oh, you're such a different person. Like, this is who you are. Like, where have you been? And like my biggest thing that I always say when I was heavy, everyone loved my confidence. I always had that high potential of confidence. I walked into a bar, like I owned the place. That's how I was raised. And that's how I grew up. That's how I grew up. But in that same aspect, I, like I told um, this magazine article that I did a write-up with that I may walked into a bar with my shoulders back and acting proud, but I was that little girl sitting in that dark room in that corner mm-hmm. hiding because I was not happy with who I was. I was mm-hmm. so embarrassed. I felt like I needed to wear every piece of clothing to cover every inch of my body, but I was exposing too much, but I had to expose it to prove that it was okay, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't I just okay. I was, really appreciate your vulnerability because I'm sure that this isn't necessarily easy to admit or talk about, but it's, it's going to impact so many people, the fact that you share this message. 
yeah and then that was my that was definitely my goal you know like to show that it's uh it's not easy you're gonna have your struggles and you're gonna have your hiccups and it's just it's that's how it is and that's what life is life is not easy you know like it's it's uh it can it can end tomorrow you know what I mean as bad as that sounds like live your life like it's going to be your best day of your life and that's how I live mine right now like I wake up every morning and I just like today is going to be even a better day than yesterday and you're still going to have those crappy days where you sit on the couch with a blanket or whatever in a dark room however people share their crappy days but have those crappy days because if you avoid those crappy days that's going to build up build up build up just have those crappy days but then just realize today is my crappy day tomorrow is going to be a better day and I can't allow that a second day to be crappy <laughs> I love that you're saying this I actually just recorded another podcast episode talking about like having having to find that balance between trying your best but also being okay with not being 100% every day. It's just too much exactly. pressure. Too much pressure. It's way too, way too much pressure. Like there's days where, that's what my mom always said. Like if anything really sad happened and I, my mom, she's my best friend and I, I love her to bits. She always told me when I was having a bad day and I was grumpy and a little moody, she's like, okay, I'm not going to talk to you today. If you need me, I'm always here, yeah. but you need to have today. Today is going to be your crappy day or your sad day, or your angry day, or whatever, have today, but tomorrow, tomorrow is not that day, tomorrow is a different day, today, tomorrow is going to be your better day, Yeah. so have today, (laughs) and then move on, (laughs) otherwise, basically telling me to suck up, buttercup, and move on, (laughs) yes, that is such a great way to live life, (laughs) yeah, so it's, it's too, like you said, it's way too much pressure to be that perfect person every single day, because no one's perfect, everyone has their struggles, so for sure, I definitely, I definitely believe in that hugely. So yeah. yeah, it's, uh, it's been amazing between having the rheumatoid arthritis, um, still pushing through and expressing who I want to be and where I want to be at. And, you know, I'm never, ever going to be a beanpole. I'm never going to be able to have, have that perfect muscle tone that I've always wanted because of my rheumatoid arthritis, but that is not going to hold me back from for one, having my perfect hourglass because I love my hourglass. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You guys have yeah. to check out her Instagram. I was going to say, you have the cutest body. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I, I definitely uh, I definitely love it. And you know what? Another lot, lot of people ask me is if I have excess skin. And I do. I'm, yeah. I just, I know how to hide it. Not that I'm hiding it because it it's part of my body, but I have sagging arms. Um, people say, how's your stomach so flat? It ain't flat. <laughs> it's far from flat. I have a bit of a paunch, I call it. Um, I've skin that sits on the bottom there, but I just know how to, I find the proper clothing or I wear my stomach shaper that I, I wear quite often that helps me hold that muscle tone in the bottom there. Um, but I have excess skin. I have excess skin on my thighs, you know, like, but I just love that you've learned how to love yourself through this whole journey. I had to because I know a lot of people, they struggle and they get so discouraged about, oh my God, I'm going to have loose skin, but loose skin can be fixed, you know, and people like, well, it costs us so much money. Start saving, start Mm -hmm. saving now. You know, Mm -hmm. like I would, I wanted to get the, when I first started seeing that I had loose skin, I wanted to get the surgery done then, but you know what? I'm going to wait another, probably another year, maybe two years. It's already been almost two now. So I'm gonna, I want to wait another additional year, maybe another one, just because I can't work out the way that I want to to tighten and tone things up. So I have that loose skin, but it's a part of me. Yeah. It shows that 
I stretched it out because I was heavy, but that doesn't mean it's, and if people think it's gross, well, that's their problem. Don't hang around with me then. Like, exactly. You don't need to surround yourself with those people anyway. No, like all my friends, they keep telling me like, now your, your skin's not that bad. I'm like, yeah, it is, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. I'm still going to work it because I'm, I feel so good of who I am now and in hopes that I can help somebody else see the goodness and what the world can be because I was athletic. I was super athletic in high school and in elementary school, and I did have a great body. And then when I gained the weight in college, I unfortunately got to experience the feeling of having a perfect shape to being that heavy person and how people changed Mm -hmm. and how people treated you. And that was tough. That was so tough. And then when I lost that weight, the people that were mean to me and called me down or didn't, didn't feel comfortable interacting with me because of my weight, to now where they are blown away, they're speechless, they, you know, they talk to me differently, like I, it is, people say, well, how can people do that, how people can be so mean, it's not that they're mean, it's just how, we all do it, unfortunately, we all, we all have a little bit of judgment in something in some kind of way, it is horrible, but when you lose that weight, and people come at you, and they treat you differently, be proud of that, because you worked so hard to see that change and that you can snap your fingers, be like, I did this. You didn't do this. I did this. I changed myself. I made myself a better person and I'm happy. And that's all that matters. As long as you're happy and you can walk into your room, like my mom always said, you walk into your room, shoulders back, boobs out bum out you're good to go no one's gonna i want to meet your mom (laughs) she's my biggest she's my biggest idol for sure yeah no she's amazing but oh my gosh this has been so great hearing about your journey so where can where can the listeners connect with you i'm sure there's so many that want to connect with you and get to know you better of course. Well, my Instagram is always the best bet because um, Jamie's changing, Jamie underscore changing, changing life, I believe it's called. Um, I think that's what it's called. Jamie's <laughs> underscore changing life. <laughs> yeah, I, right now, uh, I can always, I can always put it in the show notes too, so people can find it. Yeah, it's yeah, Jamie, for sure. Jamie's underscore changing life. That is the the best way. Any requests that anybody sent me, I I do my best and I respond to them all. If you like have any questions about any struggles or if you are nervous or you feel like you're alone, message me. I will be there 100%. Uh, I do work quite a lot, but I do work in an office now where I can respond uh, respond to your messages whenever I can. That's awesome. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your heart with us. Yeah, of course. I I absolutely loved it. So so what's what's your one last piece of advice that you can leave the listeners with? My one piece of advice, be happy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Be happy. Yeah. It's such a good be way happy, to Right? Be happy for who you are. Be happy for the person that you will become and be happy for the person that you always want to be because being happy goes a whole lot farther than being vulnerable, being low or being sad or being angry. My, my biggest vulnerability was being angry all the time and it didn't get me anywhere. I just lost my friends and anything, but me being happy now and showing my love for who I am goes way farther and way more inspirational to me than anything else is just to be happy every single day. Best I can That's great advice. Thank you so much, Jamie. Thank you. Fire me up. Gosh, not only did Jamie's story really inspire me, it really just made me appreciate how brave and courageous she was for going through with the gastric sleeve surgery in the first place. 
it's a really big decision and it's a really big change to your lifestyle. So I appreciate how brave and courageous she was. I also love the fact that she really took took it upon herself to learn about proper nutrition along the way. You know, it's really important if you're going to go through with the surgery that you learn about nutrition along the way because it is a big change, but you know, you've got to learn how to actually fuel your body if you're going to make the decision to go through with the surgery. So Jamie's story has just been so powerful and I know it's going to be really impactful for a lot of people who are making that big decision if they should move forward with the surgery or not. So don't hesitate to reach out to Jamie on Instagram. She would be more than happy to answer any of your questions. I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode and make sure to check out the brand new beautifullybuiltshop.com. You guys are going to love the gear. It's super cute. Check it out. I'll talk to you guys next time.